Annis by Julianne Leonard Read by Christopher Reibold It was bizarre and ridiculous to think that a man who had caused me so many problems in such a short span of time should plague me after his death as well. Yet I made myself go before Pilate and ask for guards and a seal for his tomb to make sure that there would be no chance of any theft or deceit, no chance of them making his words seem to be true. Yet I lay awake that night, thinking of what I had done, the pain of each decision as aching and sharp as the ache of aging bones and tired flesh. If I had not believed, why had I pushed so hard to discredit one man? Why had I fought so hard to see him executed and see his grave watched if I did not truly believe that he might well be able to do what he claimed, rather than being the charlatan I had denounced him as? It was a sharp pain, the knowledge that I might well have believed in him in spite of myself, in spite of what I had preached or spoke of to others as I denounced him. The hypocrisy left a bitter taste in my mouth. But I was sure that even that was not so bitter as the thought that he might somehow be victorious and win my soul to his cause yet, even after his death. There was no triumph there, and in spite of my efforts I soon heard word spreading that he had somehow arisen returned as he had promised his followers, heard the men who had been with him preaching in his name, no longer afraid, but alive with some inner strength that seemed to be almost visible as they continued to move forward. No matter how many barriers we gave them, how many we cast out, how many we had put in chains or saw stoned to death for the words that they spoke they still insisted on coming. And I kept myself far away from their circles, not listening to their cries and pleas, their stirring words that rang through the markets and squares as he once had. For I knew that once I stopped to listen, I would have no choice but to admit what I knew in my heart. Better not to hear the truth that they spoke than to have to admit that I had seen the truth myself. I thought that by his death, I would have been freed from having to hear his words and teachings and the knowledge that he had once brought to the people. Yet I kept fighting that painful, aching battle as much against myself as the crowds that believed in his name, knowing that to stop would be to admit that he was right, and knowing that once I admitted to knowing him and knowing what he was, I would have to change even more. So I went about my work with ears deafened to the words others said, and a tired heart that I fought with each night as I lay awake, the ache in my heart reminding me why I had ordered a seal and guards to guard his tomb, because I had known, even then, that what he had said was the truth. Used by We Are One Body Audio Theater, with the permission of the licensor, granted under a copyrighted license agreement. A production of We Are One Body Audio Theater.